can get started. So what's up, guys? We need to go get a podcast episode 29. That is 29. Um, swear on Spanish for you guys that don't know what that means. Um, um, but yeah, so today the main topics we're going to be talking about are three tips on how you can get stronger. And I actually might throw um, maybe one more in there uh, just because I just thought of it and I think it would be super beneficial for you guys. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast episode, I'm just going to assume right now that you are struggling to hit some PRs in the gym. You're struggling to you know, hit some higher weights. You're struggling to um, just overall make some progress. And maybe you've been in the gym for a year. Maybe you've been in the gym for uh, two years, three years. Maybe you've only been in the gym for a few months. Um, but either way, you want to start seeing more strength gains. You want to start seeing the bench press increase. You want to start seeing the squat increase. You want to start seeing the deadlift increase. Um, so again, and these are pretty just general tips um, that you guys could start using. A lot of people um, don't use these tips surprisingly. Even people that I know that have been lifting for a long time still don't use these tips. Um, so I still think it would be, it's still super relevant to pretty much any any level of advancement that you are in lifting, no matter what. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and get started. But again, um, again, if you're listening to this podcast episode, I'm just going to assume that you know, you're struggling um, just hitting more PRs and everyone wants to hit more PRs. You obviously want to hit more PRs because you obviously want to start progressing. Um, and when you hit PRs, right, when you hit more weight than last time, when you hit more reps than last time, um, obviously you're going to see more muscle mass gain. You're going to see your body change. Um, and when you see your body change, um, that's going to want to draw you back to the gym. It's going to bring back that motivation to even uh, hit the gym again. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you guys obviously want to progress as much as possible. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and give you the first tip, um, the most important, one of the most important tips. And this is one of the most neglected, underrated tips um, that people still don't use sometimes. Um, track your lifts. Track your workouts. I don't care how you do it. Um, me personally, I have an I have an app for my clients, so obviously, like I'm on the app as well. Um, so I'll track my lifts through there. I'll track my weight through there. But before I even had my app, now um, before I even had my app, I would just like write the program out in my notes and input the weights every single week I went in because I was like, all right, I'm gonna hit this, this, and this, um, and I'm doing this weight for this amount of reps, this weight for this amount of reps, or even if you want to keep it super simple, I still see people go out there, um, like on the gym floor with notepads and stuff. So you can even use notepads as well to track your lifts. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But regardless, why it's so important to track your lifts is because like you need to make sure that you're going back the next week and increasing that weight that you did last week or increasing the reps you did last week. Um, just because like, again, that is that is um, relevant around progressive overload. And progressive overload is, again, one of the main ways you can actually see muscle mass gain and get stronger over time. That's what it means. It just means progress over time. So tracking your workouts over time is obviously going to be super, super important because people go in there and they like, let's be honest, like people forget. You forget what weight you did. I forget what weight I did sometimes last week. That's why I go back and look at it, you know, and for the more advanced people, I suppose, like sometimes you basically already have a sense of like what is a PR for you or what is, you know, like what weight you know you need to hit, blah, 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 all stuff. But for the beginners, like you guys probably forgot what you lifted the, the week before, like you probably, you guys probably forgot what you ate for breakfast this morning. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, it's super important to track your list because there's no way you're going to remember every single thing that you did. You know, like no one's going to remember like a set of lateral raises, you know, what you did on the third set, but that's important to track because like, if you increase on that, then that's going to transfer over to, that's going to transfer over to your bench press. It's going to transfer over to your overhead press and stuff like that. And obviously just better looking lateral shoulders, you know? Um, so that's why it's important that you guys are tracking your workouts. I've been tracking my workouts now for, I don't even know, probably like three, four years at this point, ever since I really started taking it seriously. So probably about four years I've been tracking my workouts. 
and it makes a world of a difference going into the gym when you track your workouts. It's annoying, yes, sometimes because like obviously you have to be looking at your phone or you have to be looking at your notepad, blah, 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 like, but is it worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're making sure that you're actually progressing long term as opposed to just, you know, doing random shit and do and guessing on the weight um, that might not even be progress for you. You know, you could be hitting the same weight for the same amount of reps and you don't even know it. You thought you hit a PR, but you actually might have hit that like, you know, three weeks ago. But if you go back in your notepad, if you go back in your notes, if you go back on the app, um, then you'll see that like obviously you didn't, you obviously hit that already and that's not a PR for you. But today, just like, and maybe if you knew ahead of time, you would have actually hit that for, you know, six reps. You would hit the 135 or six reps instead of five reps or something like that. Um, but that's simple progressive overload tactics, you know. Um, and that's just uh, this, that first tip is centered around progressive overload. And almost all these tips are centered around progressive overload, um, except the um, third one, I believe. But anyway, so now you guys know, track your workouts. You need to be tracking your lifts. Um, it is a must. It is a fucking must. And now my next point is going to be, Tip number two is going to be run a structured program or work with a coach. Um, now, now, why is it important to run a structured program? It's important because obviously when you're tracking your lifts, right? Like, and you're, you know, I'm assuming if you're tracking your lifts, you're probably on a program. But if you're not already on a program, um, then we need to take care of that first. You know, like you need to make sure that you're on a structured program of some sort. Um, again, like this is this is 2021. You know, like you don't need to hire a coach. You don't need any, you don't need anything. There's a lot of free material out there, but obviously like free material is not going to be personalized to you. If you're looking for something personalized, um, if you're looking for, you know, structured nutrition plans and, uh, you know, and like someone that's always going to be there for you, maybe it could be a good idea to hire a coach. You know, if you, if you are lacking that accountability, if you feel like you need that extra push, um, always hire a coach, you know, you don't have to hire me. Um, there's several different online coaches. There's several personal trainers out there. I'm just saying like, if you feel like that's what you need, then go ahead and do it, you know, do what is necessary for you to make sure that you're getting the results that you want. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of free material out there as well. Um, some of my favorite programs, I'll give you guys some examples. Um, obviously, you're going to push, pull, legs. Um, push is one of my favorite ones of all time. Um, I kind of had to stop. I didn't have to stop doing it, um, but I chose to stop doing it because I realized my legs um, were, they're, they've always been a weak point for me. So um, personally, what I've been running for the past few months um, is, heavy upper, heavy lower, um, speed, lower, speed, upper. And I'm not really going to get into the specifics of that. I've actually done a podcast that goes pretty specific um, into speed training. Um, I think that was uh, with Alex. I'm not sure which episode it was, but you guys can go back and check. Um, but yeah, like that's that. it's important though to make sure that you're running a structured program. That's that's my point. Also, another great program that you know several of me and my friends have followed um, is a five by five. And five by five simply is um, you can start with a certain weight, um, doing five sets of five. It's mainly centered around compound movements. So compound movements, I mean, squats, bench, and deadlifts, okay? So you're gonna hit those movements every single week um, and you're gonna do a five by five with them. You know, five sets of five reps. And then let's say the first week you're doing 135, right? Then the next, for the five by five. And then the next week you wanna maybe move to one, 145 for the five by five. Um, and the next week you wanna move to like 155 for the five by five. You can't do 155, go to 150 or something like that. The whole point is to just show that you can progress every single week with the weight. And that's the simplicity of that program. And that's why I really, really like that program. And that's why I feel like it's super underrated. I still use the five by five. I'm actually refer, I'm actually using it right now in my training um, just because I want to keep it fresh. And uh, I miss doing the five by five, literally, because it's one of the best things that you can do out there. Um, and uh, other times, like 
Other times you could, you know, maybe start with a five by five, do drop down to a four by four the next week, three by three the next week, and then hit a single or something like that. Um, again, this is like, there's so many programs out there. So many, so many different styles of training. Um, you just have to stick to one, you know, like if you, if you were to hire me as a coach, you have to stick to my program. You can't, you can't run that program and then um, do some other program on the side, you know, like, you know, it's going to throw off the results of that program. Um, if you, you know, if you train Westside Barbell, stick to that program and don't try to manipulate it with all these other programs, stuff like that. Don't be running two programs at once um, just because it could take away results from the first one. Uh, but then that comes with consistency, you know. Um, so just make sure that whatever structured program you're running, you first of all, you need to be running a structured program. Otherwise, you're literally going to the gym and wasting your time. Um, I've done that before. I literally have even recently, like I was not running a program. Right. And I felt almost lost in the gym, which is weird for me because I know. Obviously, I know all these exercises. I know what works, what muscle group. I know, um, you know, how to get stronger and stuff like that. Um, I, obviously, I don't know everything about lifting and stuff like that. But there's people that know way more than me. Um, so I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like um, it's important even for people that have been lifting for a while to run a structured program um, just because it's going to make the results so much better. And you get way more of a sense of an accomplishment when you go to the gym with a structured program. Um, but again, I have not run a program for months um, and I still saw pretty good results. N not months, sorry. Uh, maybe like a month at a time, two months at a time, maybe I won't run a program. Um, but I really don't love to run a program. I really don't love to be off program for too long because then I kind of just start feeling like I'm not really progressing towards anything, you know? Um, and uh, and again, like that's coming from a person who's been lifting for years. Um, so if I'm telling you like, you know, running a structured program is gonna bring you the real results, run a fucking structured program. Um, and again, like, again, there's coaches out there. Um, you can hire me as a coach. You can hire several other people on the fucking, you know, the social medias. Um, so yeah, but uh, I'm just letting you guys know that is super important to be doing um, or just use free resources. You know, this is, like I said, this is fucking 2021. Um, the internet is thriving right now. So I'm sure you can find something if you can't afford to hire a coach, you know? Um, and then my third point is gonna be, um, third tip is going to be eat in a caloric surplus. Now, people might challenge me on this. People might say like, oh, you know, like, well, what if I have to cut for like powerlifting meat? What if I have to cut for wrestling? What if I have to cut for all this stuff? Um, what if I just want to cut in general? I'm not saying it's not possible to gain strength during a cut. If anything, I actually hit a PR, like an all-time PR on squat for 10 when I was 10 pounds lighter than I am right now. Now, was it safer for me to do it, do it at that weight? Not really. Not really. Just because I feel like this is just my personal opinion, and I don't think I've seen it directly in a study, but I might have like glanced at it or something like that. Um, I feel like the higher body fat percentage you have, I'm not saying I'm not saying you need to be like you know 20% body fat, but I'm saying like you know if you're in a healthy range of 12 to 15, and maybe you're not you know eight to 10, um, 12 to 15% body fat, I feel like that's pretty safe to still be hitting like PRs and you still have a little bit like not obviously 12, 15%. That's still pretty lean. Um, but you still have enough body fat to where it's like, you feel a lot safer now. And that's not, how do I, how do I wear this? Like, I'm not saying that again, you need to be a caloric surplus, by the way, caloric sur surplus just means you're eating more food than your body is burning. Um, so you're purposely trying to gain weight. Right. Um, and I just feel like that's going to be optimal for you when you're bulking and when you're um, trying to get stronger um, because you have that extra body fat to support you um, and you're just going to feel safer with your lifts. And I just feel like it's less likely you're going to get injured because I just feel like if you're at a lower body weight um, and you're lifting this heavy ass shit, you are way more likely to get injured than a guy that's, you know, a little bit bigger. Um, and that's just my opinion. Um, I've never, I mean, I can't prove that, but I just feel like that's pretty safe for me to say, because um, if you guys are, you know, 
thinking about, you know, trying to get stronger and you're really, really serious about it, um, I would highly recommend that maybe you just go in the slightest surplus, you know, um, I, I did a really lean bulk this year. Um, I only increased my calories by, you know, about like 200 compared to my maintenance 250. And I gradually increased that. Um, but uh, a caloric surplus can be anywhere from like 200 to 500 calories extra. So, you know, if you're on a daily basis, let's say you're eating like 2400 calories, um, then a bulk for you, a good start would be um, like 2,600, 2,650, 2,700, somewhere around there. And then you can gradually increase that um, and gain weight slowly over time. I would say aim for about a half a pound a week. That'd be pretty safe. Um, you know, if you're really, if you really like want to just like, you know, like just start gaining weight, like pretty fast, a lot faster. Um, you can obviously do, you know, a 500 calorie increase. So if you have your 2,400 calories, um, increase that to 2,900. Um, and you should be gaining about a pound a week because 500, there's 3,500 calories in a pound approximately quote unquote. Um, and that will hopefully help you start gaining maybe a pound a week. Um, but again, uh, I think it's safer and I feel like it's, um, I think it's overall better for your health. Um, and I also think that you're just going to look better if you do half a pound a week as opposed to just a pound a week. Um, just because the leaner that you keep the bulk, obviously the leaner you're going to be at the end of the bulk. Um, so I just feel like that might be um, a better bet. And the fourth tip, and I know I said three tips in this, but um, I'm just going to throw in a fourth because I already talked about it. Um, progressive overload. Okay. You need to be getting stronger over time. Um, and you can do that simply by increasing the weight from last week, two weeks ago, a month ago. Or you can increase the reps from uh, with the same weight from the last week, two weeks ago, a month ago. Um, or you can de decrease the rest time from last week, two weeks ago, a month ago. You know, um, and that's uh, pretty simple to do. It's way easier said than done, that's for sure. Progressive overload is way easier said than done. Um, but that's why you want to do all these other things to make sure that you are able to progressively overload. Now, progressive overload, again, is just a simple term, a complex term. Um, for just gaining for gaining strength over time. Okay. And um, that's really that's really the gist of it, guys. Like, so just okay, so let me just summarize the three points for you. Track your workouts. It's super important because obviously if you don't track your workouts, how are you gonna know if you're hitting a PR or not? You know, that's pretty simple. Um, run a structured program. Um, that kind of goes along with tracking your workouts because what workouts are you gonna track if you don't have a structured program? Um, you can hire a coach for doing that. There's free resources on the internet if you can't afford a coach or afford a program. Um, and eat in a caloric surplus. Now, yes, again, I'm going to say this again. Yes, you can gain strength like by by in a caloric deficit, which is like basically eating less than your body's burning. So you're losing weight. Um, it is possible, but I just think it's a little bit safer to do it in a caloric surplus. But hey, people hit PRs when they're lighter too. You know, like everybody is different in that aspect. Um, but I've just found personally that I'm always a little bit stronger when I'm uh, when I'm a little bit bigger. You know, so um, and that's just like me. Um, but obviously everyone is different, like I said. Um, but I would, my, my professional opinion would be if you want, if you really are serious about gaining strength, um, and you really like want to do that, like, you know, quicker and in a safe manner, I would eat in a caloric surplus, not in a huge caloric surplus. I already talked about this, so I'm not going to go into specifics again about that. Um, but yeah, guys, that's, uh, that's really it. That's gonna be a wrap for me. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and, uh, you know, if you guys could leave a rating for me, that would be fantastic. Um, and also if you guys could repost this, um, on your Instagrams, you know, Facebook stories, whatever it is that you guys use, um, I would highly appreciate that as well. Just to show support on the podcast and, uh, obviously, but, uh, hopefully I'm going to keep, keep bringing you guys the value. I appreciate y'all fam. Uh, but I am out peace. Much love.